Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. Uh, we took a little bit of a break. Both Craig and myself have been really busy this summer with our jobs. Uh, I'm working for the town of Mount Crested Butte as a gardener, and it's uh, quite an honor because Crested Butte is considered the, the wildflower capital of Colorado. So I've been, been enjoying my part-time work here and also just getting to know the people in town. It's been uh, been a really cool experience, and the terrain around Crested Butte has been amazing. And then Craig's been super busy with his his uh, driving gig that he has going on uh, down in Gunnison that uh, goes to Denver and back and also around the valley here. So we've both just been slammed, haven't had a chance to really get together and camp much as of late, but we were able to connect uh, last Thursday and we recorded this podcast and touched on a number of different topics and it was really an interesting conversation. So it, it, was, a, it was a fun one to listen to and edit. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and dive into this episode and thanks for tuning in. All right, man, we're back. It's a month and a half break, but... Uh, I'm not sure it was a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, it wasn't a break at all. I've been too busy. <laughs> I know. No, it's, it's, uh, it's good to work. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's also good to get back out here in truck camp together again, because both of our schedules have been so busy, we haven't been able to, to connect at all. I know. I mean, that's, there's almost like a real-life element to it. It's, yeah. But uh, it's, a, it's all good. Yeah. No, it's been, it's been great being up here in Crested Butte for the summer. I love it up here. I mean, the wildflowers are just, I mean, it's, 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 it's just amazing how the diversity and it, it all matches, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, there's no clashing within nature. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. That. Well, and like just here at our camp, I mean, we've got, oh, cool. I just saw, I just noticed a plant that you can use for when you get stung by wasps or bees. Let's see that one with the white on it. Yeah. Um, if the leaves underneath that are that kind of look like a marijuana leaf, yeah, you can take that and chew that up, and then once you chew it up, your saliva interacts with uh, something in the, the plant leaves, and you put it on that that uh, bite or sting, uh, and you can also do it from mosquito bites, and it goes away immediately. Really? Yeah. But like the columbine flowers that are around here, you know, the, the, the really awesome Colorado State flower, they're everywhere. I mean, we walk two feet outside of camp here, you know, onto the road, and you can see like a hundred of them just on, yeah. the, on the hillside there, and it's like all that stuff natural yeah and, it's, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger every day i know no and i mean that's crusty butte i think is is known as the wildflower capital of yeah of colorado they've that wildflower festival just ended they i think it was like the fifth to the 14th or something like yeah. that um, but it's it's gorgeous out here and, and especially when you get out out of crusty butte i mean i i love crusty butte as the town and whatnot but yeah. the uh the fourth of july peak oh. is it's, it's insane. Yeah, they, the, like I was telling you over breakfast, the, the visitor bureau is reporting four thousand residents a, or four thousand visitors a day coming to Crested Butte right now. So, and I'm sure that a lot of that had to do with the wildflower peak because that's that festival's uh, from what everybody's telling me is the number one festival out here. Yeah, and then there'll be like the I think the music festival is coming up, and then there'll be a film festival, which I believe is in the fall. Yeah, so. Yeah, and the Fourth of July, I think, is is known around here. They've got that parade mm-hmm. where whoever wants to can do a float, and people get crazy, and <laughs> yeah. all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, and then the fireworks display. But um, I mean, it's you know, and just like the mountain biking and the hiking around yeah. here, you can't. It's understandable why why people 
come to this area when uh, during this time time of year. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't fault them. Even more transplants too. I know. You know, no, so like no. I can't be too much of a jerk about about uh, the tourists coming. It's just that there's just so much of it. That's I know. That's what's hard to kind of navigate sometimes. So that's why, like in the summer, this summer I've been happy to work all summer. Right. You know, because it's like uh, I'll, I I'd rather work and make money so that way in the fall when no one's out. I can go do whatever I want and not have to work at all. I know. And then plus two, working for the town has been—it's been awesome. Yeah, that's a that's a good gig you got. Yeah, I, I, there's there's no doubt about it. <laughs> to connect with the people and. <laughs> Dude, I, I was thinking yesterday. I was like, I listened to podcasts all day and just watered flowers, and yep. like, and 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 I, and I had the edger, so I was doing a little bit of air guitar. But I mean, I was like, I'm just out there being a kid, and I'm 44 uh, years old. No, yeah, yeah, you should get some of that on video. <laughs> I should, man, <laughs> definitely. So, yeah, yeah, that, but I, 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 I like that. Um, I mean, we've been talking about the seasonal phases of life, and and I really do like working during peak seasons and then off season is a time when I get to you know kind of unwind and enjoy nature myself you know I've got my my east coast trip coming up um, heading up to Vermont New Hampshire area during uh, during fall so you know the the peak season here is going to end going into off season then i get to go and enjoy you know the the stuff that i get to enjoy it's going to be it'll be busy up there but Mm -hmm. um just to have that flexibility and that scheduling around seasonal seasonal scheduling and plus too like a cross-country road trip's a blast Uh, always you know it's like it's such an adventure on the way just i I get excited every afternoon when i'm doing road trips like that i'm like where am i gonna sleep tonight i know know, it's like i've got no plans i I know (laughs) i love that i know you just open up the map and you Mm -hmm. just like throw a dart at it and like (laughs) i'll try that area i I wonder if this town is good pizza you know and stuff like that that's what i wonder when i head into new places i gotta admit the uh like one of the first things that i look at is what the temperatures are going to be. I, I look for cooler temperatures. Uh-huh. I don't want to be caught in an area that's got crazy hot, humid Midwest uh, nastiness, you uh, know, going on. So I'll couple with the bugs. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably scoot up north a little bit, um, and 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 take that route as opposed to going through Iowa or Kansas. Um, yeah. So would it be like the I eighty route? Um, no, I might even go further north up to 94. So oh, okay. I think 94, um, I think you're going across. I probably won't go up to, um, like, Montana or anything like that, but um, South Dakota, maybe even in North Dakota, nice. and then northern Minnesota. Oh, cool. And then, and then come down through uh, either, you know, the choice is either to go up into Canada and jump over the Midwest states in Canada or to come down um, from Minnesota going down into Wisconsin then through Chicago because you've got the you know the mess of Great Lakes yeah that you either go above it or below it you know you can't go through it really uh, yeah, I've been thinking about that. Um, so yeah I'll, I'll I'll figure it out I, I mean Canada like the, the mid part of Canada, is kind of like the Midwest, where it's just kind of flat. Yeah, it's the Great Plains go all the way up there. Yeah, yeah, and it's not, it's not always interesting. And I've got tons of friends in Chicago, so uh-huh. that's always a that's always a good stopover. Yeah, you also got a lady in Chicago too that hits you up on text every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. looking for some Craig action. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm. I, I think I'm. You know, that testosterone. I need some of that because I just don't have the. 
I don't know how much effort I want to put into <laughs> any of that stuff to uh, but we'll see we'll see it's always good to see friends yeah no I, I hear you though with that testosterone thing that's I'm thinking about doing that testosterone replacement therapy just looking into it and just just researching it a little bit because I, I definitely feel a change in my body it's yeah. like right around 42 it's like I felt like I'm like man shit is slowing down you know like as far as recovery time I've got aches and pains all the time now that just don't go away anymore um sleeps a little bit off energy levels are way off yeah all that shit and it's like I was taking that pre-workout mix that you take before you go work out I was just taking that throughout the day just to stay up <laughs> yeah, is, not, yeah. that's not good I'm sure that fucked up my heart or something uh, yeah. like that but, all that the, the monster drinks and yeah. the Red Bull or yeah or, no I, well I mean it's like the stuff that like you would get from an actual workout workout like a GNC you know yeah, but it, yeah. I'm sure it's just as bad for you as Red Bull yeah. I mean, all that shit's not good for you yeah yeah, so. and the uh, where do they put the um, creatine in it? Is that oh is yeah? There's some stuff like this stuff's more like caffeine driven. So I'm okay. just I'm just getting like overdose caffeine, which yeah. is probably why I can't sleep in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, and I I mean I my test we I mean we've talked a little bit about the testosterone stuff, and and I'm I'm in the quote unquote normal range, and you what is it? The Rhonda Patrick was talking about how we've got the wrong numbers for the normal range but um i do question whether it's just like a getting older and like you know your 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 tolerance for putting up with pain and bullshit and drive and i i don't i don't i don't want to say that i don't have drive and ambition because i do but it's just like it's changed into different areas like i no yeah. longer being beefcake is no longer as important to me as um, you know other other enjoyable things that I do. Yeah, like like baking um, really good banana bread. That has yeah, no, like in getting it. into that and reading and yeah. and uh, getting into the more intellectual pursuits. But I maybe I'm just all rationalizing and I'm just a lazy fuck. No, no, but you it's know? funny you talk about the reading thing because I was talking to a friend of mine. And, and he was like, oh, man, what's the mountain scene like? You're getting laid all the time? And I was like, not really. I was like, you know, my uh, sexual prime hit when I was 18. I'm more into, like, reading books and shit now. <laughs> and he was like, what? And I was like, I'm, I'm just kidding, but, it, but it's kind of true. <laughs> I know. No, it's, it's, I, I could take it or leave it. I don't give a shit. I know. And, it, I mean, the, the, the interest in drive is still there, but it's the – it's the before and after effort oh. that you gotta. Again, I don't. It it goes both ways for like both men and women, right? right. Like women don't want to put up with the bullshit that men do, and like totally. all like the. I don't know. Whatever we you know, we're scratching our balls. We're we're going to bed at eight thirty or whatever it is that we do. You know that that annoys them. But the, um, you know, the truth of it is, is like sometimes I just don't want to be talking all the time and like. I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I just don't want to like. Like, yeah, oh, does this look good? Like, yeah. Does that look good? It's like yeah. it's like the Bill Burr uh, woman impersonation he does. Uh, I, I that just comes to my head every time I think about like relationships and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm cool. I'm just gonna go back to camp and hang out with Sierra. You know, like, right? Like, I'm not gonna go to town and try to hit on any, any ladies or anything like that. It would be kind of fun though to get like a girl like on like a, a woman on the podcast and like. So what what is it that annoys you about men? Like yeah, what, that'd what be that'd it? be a like, great podcast. Like, is it just that we're smelly and hairy and just like <laughs> and unkept and just uh, fucking weird? Right. <laughs> like what what is it like? So on the woman's side, like you know the I don't I don't want to I don't want to just talk about bullshit and mm-hmm. and yeah I just don't. You, you know what it is? Is you need to date another another truck camper. 
I, maybe. Because because if you get, if you get with a, a solo female truck camper that's been solo on the road, right? Like she's used to being alone and stuff. Like you can go do your shit all day long, and she will not question it. She'll be like, "That's what you do," right? You know, because she's gonna go do her stuff too. Yeah. Like yeah. I've been I've been thinking about that. I'm like, okay, if I get in a relationship, it can't be with a girl in town because I will. It's just two it's two totally separate ways of living. Right. It's like I gotta find some girl who lives on the road. Right. So yeah. And if I did that, that'd be cool. That would be such a, like, we gotta, like, we could even do a call, a call out, like a, a call in interview. Like, so if there's anybody listening right now who just wants to rant about the bullshit that men put you through, like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll listen to you with non, non judgment. Like, I'm yeah. genuinely curious, like, what is it about men that just, pisses you off like and you just don't you don't have the patience or tolerance for it anymore because mm-hmm. um, you know Brian and I can talk till cows come home right you know about her or anything yeah um, so yeah call in you know yep. we'll, 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 we'll set something up we'll give you a little bitch sesh yep that's right yeah bitch sesh um, yeah so I don't I don't um, but I mean at the same time like I I don't I mean we haven't talked about it too much but there is a genuine interest in my on my side to have some kind of companionship. Oh yeah, like, totally. You know, like a road trip mm-hmm. with a non-high maintenance person. Like I really like I do I think it's just got like a like a mentally healthy thing. Mm-hmm. To, to have someone else to be talking to and Oh, 100%. And, yeah, yeah, because if I'm on my own like after yep. a while like I am. I can get hung up on stuff. Yeah, and, and I, I think most people can do that because, like, I was talking to to Baron about this actually, and uh, I was saying like, yeah, sometimes living on the road can be hard. He's like, no, man, it's easy. And I was like, well, what what are you, what are you talking about that's easy? And you know, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. What I think is hard. And I and so I went first, and I said, you know, the thing that I think is hard is like kind of like the uh, um, for myself, I'm alone. You know, so I was like, if I have a bad day, I have to get myself out of that. Right. Myself, but nobody's gonna, nobody's there to lift my spirits. Whereas if you have a companion with you, they can be like, hey, and, and especially if they know you well, and if it's a, and if it's an intimate relationship, you know, I mean, sex does a great way of combating a lot of stress and stuff like that, and making things go to put put to bed. But uh, um, but when great you're by, way, great way to go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, but 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 for real though, it, you know, when you're by yourself, it's it's on the onus is on you to lift yourself out of that, and sometimes it's hard to do. Right? No, it is. You it know, is. and and then if you get stuck in that cycle of being negative, you know, then when you come back into town, if you're negative out in nature when you're by yourself, and then when you're back in town, you see people, it's almost like amplified. Right. And so it's like I, I've I've noticed that at times last year, for example, when I had all those truck problems, I got pretty negative. Right. In my headspace, I was just like. Fuck, man! I was just pissed. You yeah, because it kept happening time and time again, and it was expensive. But then once I changed my perspective on it, it, it all got better. Yeah, and it, it's like sometimes when I mean it, when when you're doing this alone, um, it it's easy to get stuck in a rut. Like so, you can just I can fall into apathy. I can just be like if I'm in a bad mood and I just like ah, I don't feel like exerting the effort and whatnot. So if you're with someone else, like I, I actually oftentimes like to let go of decision making and just let someone else fucking drive the bus, you know, and, and like figuratively and literally where they can decide the restaurant to go to. They can decide the area to go explore and what have you and to not have to put forth the effort 
to yeah. to make those decisions and whatnot, and just to kind of go on cruise control and let someone else like that's I don't know that that and that can that can pull me out of whatever mm-hmm. mental loop that I'm in you know that's pissing me off um, or or just dragging me down or keeping things boring. Well, and I also think too I was reading a really interesting excerpt out of the book uh, Stranger in the Woods yeah. which is yep. about the, yeah. the Northwoods uh, uh, yeah Christopher Knight that, yeah. that hermit up in up in Maine yep yeah so for those who are unfamiliar the, the book is called Stranger in the Woods and it's a true story about a guy who lived in the woods by himself year round in Maine uh, for like 27 years or 37 years yeah some I think like it's 25 ma- to 30 years yeah, yeah it was a massive amount of time and he said the entire time that he only spoke once to one other individual that he saw on the trail and he just, and he, was, he just said hi right so he didn't speak at all and uh, they, they, they had these psychologists weigh in as far as what the uh, impact is on the psyche when you're isolated like that they said most people after two weeks develop PTSD if wow. you're if you're isolated alone, you have no human interaction. Yeah. So the fact that he could do it for 27 years was 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 amazing. Right. You know, but but coming back to where we are here, when we're alone, you know, uh, it's been a mental exercise for me to be able to stay out longer by myself and not feel like uh, a weird sense of despair or a loss of connection to the world. Uh, and when I say the world, I mean like society, not obviously the surroundings here. You feel connected to all the time, right? But but you know what I mean. As far as like uh, when I was in the corporate world, I mean, heck, you talk to people every day and a number of people every day on the phone or in person or whatever it may be. But then you come out here and you have no interaction. You know that's a stark contrast. And I think the emotional need is that some humans just need more human interaction than others. And so I was I I was like that, but I've trained myself to be comfortable and uh not feel uncomfortable you know back here by myself for a long right. time yeah so i think that some people a lot of people say well you know what do you do out there all day and 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 before i did this i would probably think that too like what, what would you do back there all day but then once you come back here and you start to experience it for yourself and, and when you do it by yourself there's a lot of cool stuff you can dive into yeah and i i so there it's the word that comes to mind is there. There is kind of an, a monastic way of living out here. So I, you know, the, the the reading, the meditation, the personal growth issues. Like so, it is a. Um, um, it's been a really fruitful growth opportunity for me, and um, it's taken a lot of concerted effort. So you don't. So the. The process is you, you recognize that you've got these unhealthy mental loops mm-hmm. and you work on pulling yourself out of those things and, um, you know, you, you're able to decide where your mind goes as opposed to being a victim mm-hmm. to where your mind goes. Which is a very empowering it is. Uh, revelation. But it still, yeah. like, it still leaves me, like, I'm not... Um, I, I don't I'm I don't think that I'm one of those people that is like Christopher Knight where I'm not yeah. gonna be I'm not that that natural hermit. Um, I got introverted sides to me and I and I do enjoy being alone, but I've also discovered in this process that 
um, human interaction is really important and healthy for me. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think for most people, yeah, no, it is. But it, it's this has been important for me to kind of come to realize on my own. So I've, I've, I've kind of it's it's you know not to like equate myself to Jesus or anything like that. But I've gone, I've kind of had my wilderness, you know, my period in the wilderness where I've gone. Mm-hmm to that extreme of going and spending a lot of time alone and coming to understand how my mind works. And, and now I, I do feel like I'm at the point where not, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not going to be the guy who's going to go back into the corporate life and go into, um, you know, getting a mortgage and, and settling it down and whatnot. But I do want the companionship and I want the regular companionship. And then it's in, so I've been getting in, in more and more into Buddhism um, and, and looking at that. So they talk about, um, they talk about uh, Dharma, which is the teachings of the Buddha. And they talk about the uh, Karma, which is like what you, what you bring from your past life. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean like past lives, but it could just be like, you know, the karma that I've been, that I've generated in my past like years. 10 years yeah. yeah. And then you have Sangha, which is your community. Um, and they, they talk about the balance of those things um, being really, really important. And, and the Sangha for me is, it is important for me to have a community about me that, um, I guess that there's like similar values and similar goals in similar village. And I've, I, I'm certainly not interested in bad mouthing anybody, but I, I've, I've had experiences of recent around being around people that don't have the same values and interest and purpose around me. And that's challenging for me to be around mm-hmm. and I could be around it when I'm balanced out by having my sangha, which is the, a community of like-minded individuals and, and people that are interested in pursuing same things. So um, anyway, like I, I, I feel like I've been to the wilderness and now I'm somewhat interested in re-engaging in some kind of community about me. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's... Well, that's a, um, you know, that's that, that, that same tone hit me this summer. That's why I stayed here in Crystal Butte. And for, for those, we, I haven't told the audience, but, you know, I, I signed on as a part-time gardener for the town of Crested Butte, and then they lost their cleaning person at the town hall, and so I picked that up at night. And it's nice. It's like immediately I had on our crew, on the Parks and Rec crew, there's seven guys and two gals, so immediately I got nine, I've got nine friends, and they're all really cool. We do barbecues all the time over lunch and stuff at, nice. the, at the facility. And it's like we're one big group, and it's it, I haven't had that for four years. And... I haven't had any sense of community for four years. Right. And so I had a little bit in BV, but I was bouncing around all over the place. I wasn't really staying there. And so having this now here in Crested Butte, and plus, what a great town. I mean, God, this town is awesome. Yeah. And, and, I, and granted, a lot of people come here, but I understand. And it's, that's part of the, the territory. I'm not going to bitch about it, you know. And I think you have, I mean, so you, so you have the, the tourist community. You have, you have a lot of wealthy people that uh-huh. enjoy coming here naturally. But I think you also have those that have a, um, a more organic 
draw and connection to the area where they're not they're not wealthy they're not well to do but they make it happen anyway and yeah. it sounds like you're connecting with those people that are yep. more um, salt of the earth kind of people yeah they're, they're, they're the ones that make the town go yeah basically yeah. You know, they're the they're, they're, they're not the ones that moved here because they bought a house here with their family money right know, yeah anything like that so super cool people giving me tons of great information on the backcountry and it's it's great that it's just seasonal it's just uh basically june through october through the first of october right and uh then i'm out of here and i'm gonna go i'm trying still trying to decide what to do for the fall and winter but i do have to go back to kansas in december for uh the holidays with my family yeah and then probably either spend some time camping around uh northern new mexico again and doing the hot springs down there in October, November, or maybe going through the southern Missouri, northern Arkansas area, going take the big tent, go cold cold weather camping down there. Yeah, but I'm not too sure. But it, it's been nice though having this sense of community, and uh, I'm definitely I'm starting to get the itch to get back. Excuse me, get back on the road. Yeah, yeah, a, a little bit. Uh, just because I'm like, man, it'd be fun just to get up and go to Moab right now, or. Or, yeah. or wherever. I mean, Moab right now would suck with the, how hot it is, but but you know what I mean. And uh, so once once the, sub, the end of September gets here, I'll be ready to roll. Yeah. No. And I'm I'm right there. I mean, that's that's my target to yeah. to go and, and get back on the road. And I, you know, we were talking about it before, but I, you know, this taking a step back and, and again talking about like the lifestyle. I'm still trying to figure out what this lifestyle is, and. and um, you know, I want, I I want a, um, I want more purpose than just bouncing around, no bad, having a good time, and what have you. Like I, I really, really am in search of a, um, a purposeful life. I guess is, and and how do you, you know, how do you, how do you do that? Um, I, I, I don't think that the um, the traditional lifestyle like I so I feel good that I stepped away from um, a career driven life yeah and I, I feel good that I stepped away from um, at least for myself there was a lot of expectation that I had to have a career and I had to have a family. And I feel good about having stepped away from that and experiencing that wilderness, literally and figuratively, experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is, like, I, I need that purpose. And so when you talk about, you know, wanting to go to, to these different areas, like, do you, do you have a, like, so I'm... I'm interested in going back east right now. I'm interested in reconnecting with my family. I'm interested in reconnecting with friends. Um, I'm interested in, um, in in building out a sangha, um, a community that I can... Yeah, we've got... Uh, yes. I don't even know if we've, if the, the folks can hear that. We've got side-by-sides and razors and whatnot driving by. Yeah. Um, so, um, but the, the, the overall definition of my purpose in life is still an open question. Uh-huh. And I, I don't think it's a healthy thing to just like wander around. Like I don't, I guess my, what I'm coming to realize is that 
wandering around is no longer contributing to a good purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, gonna, it's like next chapter now. Yeah, yeah. So like I mean, so you you talk about you know migrating to um, Idaho and then and then and whatnot. Do you do you feel like you've connected with a like a new purpose? Like, have you, have you evolved or is it, is yeah. it still like a, where, where are well, you with that? No, I've definitely evolved, but, but I, I, my, my like year, next, the next year outlook right. is waiting to get the film done That's right. and then, yeah. and then seeing, seeing what opportunities arise from that. Cause I would like to move into something more project based, but something to where I can move around a lot. Yeah. So if I'm in an area for a month or two, that's fine. Yeah. But I don't want to be stuck in some place for like five years. You know, it does not, it doesn't interest me. But I, but I, you know, I just had the four year anniversary of me being on the road. July 5th was four, four years. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm now, in, you know, I'm now ticking away close to the fifth year. And I've always thought, I'm like, man, what would it be like to go do this for a decade? You know, I don't know if I could do it with my body. Lots of aches and pains. I may have to change up my vehicle. It's just not, yeah, like I'm just getting older, you know, it's, it's, things just are adding up. So it may go to more of like, that's where I was thinking about like, you know, a, a pop-up camper with like a older Bronco, but then we talked about the maintenance. Right. So I don't know, something, something that's bigger, maybe, maybe one of the newer Tacomas with an old Chinook put on the back. That's, you see those retrofitted a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Those. And, uh, those go for anywhere from like 20 to 30, depending on, you know, how much modifications you have done. So maybe change it up a little bit, but what a cool story to tell being like a decade on the road. And I feel like I could take, because I, I, I've, I've saved all the videos that I've ever done on sure. an external hard drive. So I'm starting to compile this this huge story of right. being on the road. And I feel like I can leverage that in the future. Oh, yeah. And I still want to do the international travel too. So I have some things I want to check off my list before I'm done being on the road, but I definitely want to do it to where maybe every summer I do a job like what I'm doing now Yeah, and give me a little bit of that sense of community and then I'll have enough of it and then I'll be like cool I'm good I want to hit the road but then I can come back the next year and just plug right back into the scene right so if I could do something like that that definitely suits me well and and uh, last night I, I, I told you how when I was driving home it was the first time in probably two decades that I was just like driving and I didn't have anything on my mind and right. I was just listening to the radio and it was on NPR and they were talking about something it was like the BBC or something like that and it wasn't anything inflammatory so it wasn't like news that make you upset and I was just listening to it 100% undivided attention just driving on the road enjoying the scenery and I was like I haven't had that peace of mind in two decades yeah and it's because of living like this yeah and so yeah. you know I want to I want to continue this pursuit and I feel like I'm starting to figure more things out like like I was saying with the you know with the jobs the two part-time jobs that I have now and then with the YouTube channel if I string that together that's great annual income yeah you know if I were to annualize that so sure. if I'm smart about money and all those things I feel like I've got a winning recipe now and I've also got like a, a, a job on my resume or two two on my resume from a town while I'm living like this in my right. truck I can say hey look they I'm a good person. Right, right. I'm not doing this because I, you know, ran drugs back in the 80s and I've been, you know, I got a felony <laughs> record or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, nothing yeah. like that. You're not on the run. No, yeah. The Interpol's not looking for me, yeah. you know? 
So, and then I, I feel like I could take that and go to other towns and anywhere, like a, the resort towns are, they have a Parks and Rec division. I could say, hey, I can help out. What do you need? And, and right. that and that would give me, kind of like how your CDL, your commercial driver's license, gives you so much flexibility. Wherever you can go, you can pick up work. Right. Yeah, you know, it just depends on if you want to do it or not. Right. Really. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, you, you bringing up these, um, you know, quote-unquote real jobs um, reminds me of the conversation we were having earlier today where, you know, both of us have, you've done a better job at it than I have, but both of us have been intrigued and dabbled with the influencer yeah. model of, of doing this. And um, I, I just, for me, it's really, um, it's really... I guess I've, I have made a decision that I am I'm not interested in going influencer. And so when I say influencer, you know, you've got a lot of people doing a lot of cool things, yourself included, where you're it's almost like you're journaling what what the life is like. And you're talking about the various products and the various tricks that have um made things work for you huh. and, and and it's been done in a, an entertaining way and um my uh you know we, we've talked about I, I can't remember the word oh gimmicky is that yeah, yeah we were using yeah. that word gimmicky where you know there, there's there's a lot of like creative talented people that have produced a lot of stuff that's attractive and whatnot, but it does take on a gimmicky yeah. kind of character a to click, it. A, kind of almost like a clickbait feel. Yeah, a clickbait feel and where it's not um, authentic. And I think you've done a really good job riding that line of like, this is how it really is as opposed to going full full gimmicky. But for my own personal, like I I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much a, I am a cynic. I am, and um, I'm, I'm also very distrusting of, like, so if something doesn't feel authentic to me, I'm very quick to just say, fuck this. Yeah, me too, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to move on. So I, I have made it a decision in, in the way that I'm going to carry out. I'm not going to go the influencer route because I just, for me, that doesn't feel the it doesn't feel like an authentic call uh-huh. and it also I look at the people that are doing it and it's almost counterproductive so I am pursuing this way of life to allow it to unfold organically and when I look at those who are engaged in the influencer life it's no longer organic no. you know they're they're it's, sta- from, it, it's staged. It's, yeah, it's staged. that's 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 yeah. I don't I don't want to I don't want to call out people and that 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 they're not. For me, it 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 feels like it would turn into a stage kind of thing, and it would almost mm-hmm. it defeats the purpose of of going this way. So, in, in, in that instance, it almost seems like those videos or posts that you see, it's just that you're like, this is just an infomercial. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm I'm doing this for a different reason. I'm not. Um, I don't know if you saw, actually, you, you mean you didn't, I'm, I'm keeping tabs on you, Brian. You didn't like my post. Oh, Craig, but, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. No, what was I thinking? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. But I, uh, a friend of mine, um, Christo, uh, posted this, um, 
uh, article about the Peter Pan syndrome. Oh, I saw that. I want to. I want to read that. I have yeah. yeah. And so, and, and so, it, like the Peter Pan syndrome is the the guy who never grows up, right? They're mm-hmm. they're the, they start out um, after college or after high school being the ski bomb and whatnot, and then twenty year twenty years later, they're still doing that lifestyle. And so, like you could talk about them being the Peter Pan, mm-hmm. where they never grow up and whatnot, but. You and I have had more of an experience of like going and doing corporate life, and now we're dropping into more of a Peter Pan. You, I mean, you, people could describe what we're doing as Peter Pan, absolutely. But and I've had people say it. To me, yeah, you know? but but the truth of it is that it, Peter Pan is those who never grow up. You and I, quote unquote, grew up, but now we're dropping into the. So it's almost like that Robin Williams version where you know they've dropped into it and now they're finding out so anyway there was an exchange that i had on on facebook on nomad ramblers so people are uh part of that group and you should be part of the group nomad ramblers if you're not part of the group you're part you're not part of the conversation (laughs) shameless plug (laughs) um yeah we're not earning money or anything like that but there's actually interest that we've gotten having conversations so anyway um a friend of mine um another friend of mine brought this um concept to me that I'd never heard, the Omega Man. So the, the Omega Man is, so you have the Alpha, right? Uh-huh. The Alpha who are, oh, look at that. I got a little bee or a bug. I don't, no, it's a, it's a fly that looks like a bee. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. dude, that's crazy looking. Yeah. You know what that it's, looks like? That looks like Bumblebee from those Transformer movies. Yeah, it does. It's called that's, yeah, a, that's a cool that's, look at that's, that's a, probably actually a robot right there. People are, <laughs> yeah, they've got the CIA. Yeah, yeah, the CIA is after us. <laughs> but anyway, the Omega Man. So you have the Alpha, right? Who's like the guy who's in charge and getting all the chicks and like the shoot, leader. Shoot him again. And then you've got the beta. Yeah, and yeah. then you got the beta, who's supposedly you know the dude who's never making decisions and the alpha rolls over him and like steals his chicken and whatnot. So the Omega is the guy in the total end opposite end of the spectrum where it's not ego driven uh-huh. and someone that does not seek attention and still does interesting things, but they're doing it not to beat their chest and be alpha. They're just doing it because that's who they are. That's, Definitely check it out. The, the definitions. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually pull up the definition. Dude, I was I was actually thinking about that the other day because I, I was I was thinking I looked at my Facebook page. I'm like, oh, I haven't posted anything since June 8th, and I was like, oh, I should like post anything in it. Yeah, you're not liking my shit, right? Well, like, I, I'm, I, I, I'm, honestly, honestly, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm, I'm trying I'm, to get I'm trying to get my screen time down. You know how yeah, face, no, no, no. So I'm trying to get it down under uh, to 30 minutes or less a day. Dude, that's beautiful. I'm at 57 right. I'm now. not there right now. I'm still I'm I'm posting shit. People <laughs> need to like my stuff, or else I feel bad about myself. <laughs> Which is <laughs> Craig doesn't sleep all night. Yeah, which is not true, but it's kind of true. So, <laughs> like my shit. Um, so, anyway, yeah, I'm going to read these two definitions. So, Omega male, a confident and capable male that doesn't seek approval or abide by social hierarchy. He sets his own goals and defines his own success. All right, here's another definition. The polar opposite of the alpha male. Omega males can have friends and close acquaintances, but prefers to accomplish things on their own without the help of a group. Omega males generally don't belong to any cliques or have no desire to be the leader or most outstanding of said clique. Omega males have relations with people from all groups and carry resourcefulness and cunning, sometimes strength, to get a job done with their own skill. This being said, an omega male can have great pride with it manifesting, no, can have great pride without it manifesting as ego. 
an alpha male must absolutely be perceived by his peers as the toughest, most popular, and smartest. An omega male cares little for this recognition, but knows he is all those things and more. Alpha males must have the support of his boys. This can be the foundation for many shallow and superficial relationships. An omega male needs support from time to time, but has true has few true friends who know him intimately and generally shuns shallow acquaintances. So wow. getting back to that discussion of like the Peter Pan syndrome and the influencer, you know, I don't I feel like the influencer route leans more toward the alpha and the omega like I don't want the attention I don't yeah. want um, I, I don't want I don't want my ego to be fluffed up like 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 we were just joking about like yeah I'm, I'm shallow I want people to like my shit you know I want people to sh- but that's my shallow side in truth when I when I, I don't want the attention I don't want to do things for approval mm-hmm. I don't want that to be my driver and so getting back to the, you know, doing this lifestyle and a lot of people do it successfully via the influencer route, like that's fine. If it works for you, that works for you. Yeah. But I, I enjoy, I enjoy pursuing this lifestyle with my CDL where I get to do my work and have my income and what have you, where I, I'm, it's not dependent on me showing people how awesome I am. Yeah. Dude, it, gets, so, it, it, it gets to be, I, I I'm not as active on YouTube as I once was. And, and most of my videos are like, Hey, here's how you do this. You know, it's not like, right. I'm not like trying to go like Dukes of Hazard off of jumps and stuff. And so look how awesome my jump is. Yeah. 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 No, but sounds, but then again, I am. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, but you know, the, with the, um, uh, the influencer thing, it, it's really hard to, to string together income. You know, it's so people, yeah, it's stressful. It's, it's very, it's very stressful. It's yeah. not, it's you can't relax. You know, right. you got, you always have to be creating. You always got to be looking so for the it's next sales. Thing. Yeah. It? It's basically sales. And, yeah. and then, and then also too, it's, you know, you're looking for the next company to partner with on something that you can try to sell to make money and commission off of. And then you try to make a video about it and put it on YouTube and hope that to get a lot of views and stuff. And it, and it gets to the point where you're like, this isn't fun. Right. You know, at least it wasn't for me. It's, it's not for me. And so now I'm just going back to, Hey, I'm just posting when I want to. Right. And if I don't feel like posting for a month, then then, then just then that's fine. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. And yeah. It, and it's been nice. It's you know honestly like the break that we took from the podcast, it was kind of refreshing. Sure. You know to like put it on hold for a sec and kind of just work on our own stuff, and then we come back to it and start talking. We have plenty of stuff to talk about now. Right. You know, and so um, yeah, the influencer thing is is weird, and also too a lot of the a lot of the companies have tweaked how they pay the influencers. It's not nearly what it used to be. Right. And so the opportunity. To, to make a true income off of it to where you don't need a second job it's getting harder and harder I mean some people do it you know right. and, and, and some people want to do it some people right. some people get up and go I want to make content 24 hours a day 7 awesome. days a week 365 days a year and, and that's great but I'm just not programmed like that right and and I've told Adam the, you know, the, the partner on the film like after the movie comes out I'm probably going to step away from social media for a while and just yeah. chill yeah you know because it's, it's been it's been a lot and it, and it it comes for me. This discussion ties directly into what we were talking about earlier, like what, like finding purpose and like. So my 
purpose for me I don't want my purpose being tied up in advertising my life and I, I guess what it really comes down to is I don't want the way that I make money and the way that I support myself to be part of my purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like that needs my purpose needs to be completely untethered to how I live my life and the choices that I make. And so I like I said before, I'm I'm getting much more into the Buddhism. Um, I'm mm-hmm. getting much more into you know having that deep discussion. I can't remember whether it was yesterday or the day before, but um, you know where. Um, I am not my thoughts. Like I yeah, really want yep. to explore that. You know, I, I right now I have a challenging situation with where I am living at the the, the off grid monastery. And again, I'm not I'm not interested in in talking poorly about anybody. But the the fact of the matter is is it's challenging to be up there right now because what's important to me. Um, living simply and living quietly, like quietly both on the inside and the outside, um, that is not a common goal of the other people that are in that area. And so that's a really challenging thing for me to be around right now. And I can get resentful in my mind and I can get like, fucking Irish exit like peace out bitches I'm out of here like I don't not I, that's the old way of me doing things but this meditation process this purpose that I'm starting to understand and be called toward um, so I am not it, this is a really good exercise for me to separate myself from my thoughts so this is an uncomfortable place for me to be right now like where I'm I'm actually in a place where I'm not comfortable mm-hmm. and I can go in my mind where oh they're doing it wrong I'm doing it right I'm right about everything yeah. fuck everybody else yet um, with this practice with this call to a different purpose I am actively having to mentally flex my my mind muscles and say like I don't I don't have to be a victim to my own thoughts. Oh. I don't have to be a victim to my environment. So I'm going to keep myself in this uncomfortable situation for a period of time that works for me and then move on. And that to me is um yeah, I, I don't like I'm I'm not I don't feel like I'm doing a great job describing what my purpose is because I don't know what my purpose is, but I'm it's like kind of like that's the compass heading for me. Yeah. Where I I wanna I want to I want to develop the discipline and the um like a different spirit to be able to endure um, in a in a positive, productive way, um, in a in a peaceful way, and in a compassionate way, and then um, make my choices in a non-reactionary way. Uh-huh. You know, and in, in be, a be purposeful way. Be, be more stoic about it. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, that's, so that's one thing I would like to practice a little more stoicism. Yeah. 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 And I think it's in line with the the meditation and and, and mental toughness and. Yeah. Um, 
And anyway, yeah, I kind of feel like I'm rambling right now. Well, that's, that's that's what this podcast is about. We're not earning money off this podcast, <laughs> yeah. so you bitches, so suck it up, bitches. Like, you can't you can't stop us from talking about Whatever. weird shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so well, I I think that uh, you know I think that that like like you were saying, um, handling that situation and realizing that. You know, it's just it's just temporary. And, yeah, and then you got the mental capacity and the mental uh, muscle to kind of just realize what it is, and then be able to move on. And uh, and it sounds like you have some exciting stuff coming up in the in, uh, going back east. Yeah, I'm psyched. I mean, I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna go spend the fall, the, the foliage um, up in New Hampshire. So anybody listening from New Hampshire. Craig, he's coming your way. Any ladies want to uh, bitch about me, you know, and, and get to know me um, out in New Hampshire and Vermont? Say hello to me when I'm coming through. Um, yeah, and then Vermont, New Hampshire, um, and uh, Massachusetts, and then Connecticut, and then Virginia, spending some time with my, my sister, and um, and then we'll we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, it's um, I love this area, and I've got I've got work potential here. Um, but I'm leaving it open as to, to what happens in the in the future. Yeah. The, uh, the the road the road is not determined. Yes. Yeah. The road will show you the way. Yeah, it will. <laughs> nice, yeah. dude. All right. Well, what do you say uh, we wrap this up? I think you got to head into town, and then I'm going to go record the uh, water lily video talking about doing influencer shit. Yeah, I'm, man. Not, I'm not getting paid for that. I'm just doing it because they, they, they sent me it, and I, thought, I was like, hey, this is a cool product. I want to see if it works. Yeah. So I'm excited to see if that uh, generates electricity, like they said. Nice. Yeah. And and back again. It's not it's not even a shameless plug, but please like. We wanna we wanna get to know more of you out there that are actually listening to this. So I know Facebook has its elements that suck, but um, the group that we created, Nomad Ramblers, um, it's for me. It feels like a great way to actually get to know some people mm-hmm. and it, a positive discussion. Yeah, no there's no the yeah, there's this this is not about getting into bullshit um, discussion, but this is really an interest that, that I've got in, in having more authentic creation or authentic relationships. And I mean, Brian and I got to know each other on a, on a, another Facebook group, which we yep. will, we will no longer name because yeah. it's fucking, it fucking it's sucks lame. at this point. <laughs> it's got too big. And yeah. And like there's too much thought police going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so check out nomad ramblers as a group, um, join it. And, um, yeah, join, and then, join the discussion. Yeah, and then and then definitely like like Craig was saying in the beginning, hit us up if you've got if you're a lady and you want to if you want to be on the podcast and, and bitch about what guys yeah drive you nuts about. We'd love to hear that. We need some more estrogen on this yep. on this podcast, even if you're not interested in Brian and I, which we'll both be very sad about. <laughs> but no, if you just want to talk and 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 give some more, I I I think some more female. Uh, perspective on this lifestyle would be really yeah, I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be really, really cool. Yeah. So um, hit us up, tell us you want to talk, and um, and we'll find a way to get you on the podcast. Yep, that sounds good. Nice. All right, dude. Well, uh, let's sign off. I know you got to head to Crested Butte, and I'm gonna go hit the river. All right. All right. Later. Later.